0: Here at Best Pictures, not only are we trying to figure out what the best movie of our lifetime is, but also, what is it about these movies that makes us like them so much? For example, we like Titanic because it's able to make a historical event more real by connecting it to a timeless love story. We love Saving Private Ryan because it makes a familiar war story into something more visceral by making the action scenes historically accurate and really putting us in the shoes of the soldiers who were there. Combining these two ideas, you'd think that a World War II action epic with a strong romantic backstory would be exactly what the world is looking for. At the very least, the Academy would love it, right? That's what Michael Bay thought when he decided to make Pearl Harbor, which depicts the titular surprise attack along with a love triangle among soldiers in the Air Force at the time. And the film was a nosedive when award season came around, other than a few technical awards and some Razzies. So why wasn't Pearl Harbor as lauded as other boring, overlong historical epics? Let's find out on Best Pictures.
1: Leave your goddamn hula shirts at home. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined as always by...
0: I'm Chad, and I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you have a son.
1: No. No. You do.
2: I'm Mark Watlington. Oh.
1: Alright, <laughs> uh, so this is Best Picture this is the way this show normally works, is we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. We each pick our favorites for a particular year, and then we talk about what won Best Picture, and then on episodes like these, we throw you a curveball and talk about a movie from that year that we find significant or interesting to talk about for some reason and sometimes you are outvoted by your co-host and are selected to watch a three Cody, hour long you movie wanted, that sucks. You wanted to
0: watch this just as much as we did and that we didn't really want to watch it but it fit thematically in some interesting ways. Uh, sure. Um
1: Also you've got your look? Disney
0: bit where you're watching every single Disney and Disney subsidiary movie. Um, yeah okay but with the movie.
1: disney bit i can like sometimes not pay attention and for the podcast i have to pay attention and that was a real struggle for a three-hour movie where i'm bored
0: if like, i'm honest paying attention was not the struggle in this movie it was never really boring for me it was just like poorly written in areas
1: uh i have bored i hate I hate on um, podcasts when people talk about what they read on their physical notes, but I'm about to. I have a board written down four times because I was marking each time I felt bored. Was it
2: closer it, to the
0: beginning? You only felt bored four times though.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. It was in the beginning. It was in the middle,
0: and it was at the end. <laughs> so just throughout. The so there was time? no like because like the movie's <laughs> kind of separated in like the first. Hour and a half or so is like pretty romance heavy. It's yeah. like the cutesy mm. whatever, and then we get into like the um, the assumed death and the well, well. We'll talk about that later. But so n- none of it worked for you, basically, is what you're saying. Like no, the, works, the romance, what, what, the grieving, the attack, and then the revenge. None of it worked for
1: you. Well, what works for me is going to the Cineplex, and I need to know what you mm. boys saw. <laughs> so, these past two weeks at the Cineplex. Um, Let's start with you, Marcus. Neiman.
2: Well, I decided that... in. Th- thank you for calling me my, my true name, Neiman Marcus. Um, uh, I decided that although I love watching three-hour movies, I would much rather spend my time in the movie theater watching things that are a little closer to 245. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to see the new Tarantino. Yeah. Um, it's funny because after I watched this movie I watched this like a week ago because I decided to get ahead of the game and then I was like let me watch some other shorter movies like Michael Mann movies and Tarantino movies (laughs) Uh, so I I literally don't remember what a movie under two and a half hours feels like at this point what a wonderful world Um, Um, it's
0: interesting you're not the only person who's done this but like so many people are referring to this movie as the new Tarantino instead of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Yeah, yeah, because it's an unwieldy title, yeah. It's too long of a title. The new Tarantino is six syllables. Once Uh upon a time time in Hollywood. Hollywood. So you're saving three syllables, sure.
2: Yeah, I'll take three. I could say the new Quentin Tarantino and still (laughs) save syllables. Syllable at that point. Um, The new Quentin Tarantino film is the same length as saying the full title of this. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I got no qualms with the title. It's a good title.
2: It's not even counting the ellipsis. It should be once mm. upon a time in Hollywood. You're right. right. You're
1: right. Th- is it that? Or- yeah, it is that.
2: So,
0: okay. Mark, you've yeah. rated this movie lower on your Letterboxd account than Cody or I did. You gave it three and a half stars. Um, what about this movie yeah. wasn't perfect for you?
2: Well, I, I think that in general it takes me multiple viewings to really like understand what's going on in the Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. And and like this movie was extremely like plot Simple, Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, as opposed to like a lot of other movies are, are pretty like tied together. But like I feel like it, I didn't really like latch on to a ton of really strong themes or. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I didn't really connect to it as intensely as it seems like a lot of other people have. Although yeah. I did ra- I did enjoy it quite a bit and it, it mm-hmm. was one of the faster two and a half hour movies I've watched in the past week.
0: I uh, um, it was a it's a long movie. It's it's like over two and a half hours, and like it really I, does just just like skip by though. it. F- to me, like it didn't feel quick at all. Like it very much felt like I was watching a long movie, but I was just so in it. Like it was, I enjoyed every scene, but it didn't like make it seem quicker. Like I definitely felt every scene. Lit- every
1: scene?
0: I don't know what you're getting at, but all yeah, right. I liked literally every scene in this movie. All yeah. right. What do you mean, all I, right? I don't. Well, I don't. Okay, I don't. Okay. I, I think it Talk has several
1: it. scenes that suck, um, mm. like that are actively bad. Okay. Um, like what? Um. Well, I think anything involving... How long? I don't know if have been out long enough. Anything uh, regarding Leonardo DiCaprio's wife in the movie? Sucks and was just like a pointless
0: yeah character. I mean it was more interested in being like about their friendship and like the, Which is the, what the ending movie of their friendship I, and I, it did say I, about it didn't become about the wife when he got married
1: no it was, but yeah. it became a uh, I don't know I don't really like the ending of this movie at all I also don't I think you could cut out Sharon Tate almost completely from this movie other than just having her as a neighbor and at the very end of the movie and the movie
0: would function the exact same Um, would function the exact same but I enjoy those scenes as they're happening I really enjoy watching Sharon Tate watch the audience in the movie watch her and like gauging their reactions I think
1: think think it's a good performance performance, but yeah. there's not a lot there. I don't know. I'm not in love with it. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how
2: I feel about it at the moment, and, and not that... I, I don't think that there were any scenes that I, like, outright hated, I really, I'm still trying to figure out, like, okay, why was he showing us all of these things? Like, how right. does this all tidy... Like, how does Sharon Tate play into this story, and, and like, mm-hmm. why is... Why did he decide to, like, change the, the, the Manson killing location? Whereas, like... At the end of Inglorious Bastards, spoilers if you've seen, if you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, but like, he kills Hitler because, like, I don't know, because it feels more like a victory in that case. Would you say that um, it doesn't feel like a victory
0: when the Manson family is murdered?
3: Yeah. Spoiler alert, I guess.
2: It does feel like a a victory, but like, killing Hitler is like a victory over Hitler and racism and. You know sure. the enemy of the whole movie. Whereas, like for for the characters in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and again, huge spoilers. Killing the Manson family is like we didn't die. Yeah, well, it's, it just it's, kind of is yeah,
1: like well, it's it's time for the Tarantino sure, violence at the mm, end. Mm, I, and I I think the, I strongly see,
0: disagree with this. Uh, well,
1: what, then what? The, why is it there?
0: So okay, I haven't been able to defend. I wanted this to say movie. I don't feel like it, it's pointless. I just
2: wanted I. I don't feel like it's pointless. I just feel feel like I haven't figured out why it's there yet. Okay. And and I do why is it there, feel Chad? like there well, is I,
0: a reason. I feel so you got these two characters who are sort of at the end of their ropes. You got this stunt court this stunt actor who's like not doing stunts anymore. He doesn't really know his purpose in life. I Rick, understand. Rick all Dalton of that. Why feels like it has been. They all of a sudden, like, have this purpose and they have like a reason like he has a reason, he has this flamethrower, and it's to like obliterate this murderer uh you've got so cliff okay I, i haven't finished articulating my thought cliff uh is a guy who's like friendship to rick is like strangely very very important to him um and he's like losing his friendship he carrying his load is like his purpose for existing and he gets to like save rick he gets to um Real, probably remain friends after the events that happened because Rick's well, career... we don't know that. We though. don't know that, but it's assumed that, like, you know, Rick put a lot of emphasis on getting to know the Polanskis, and he thought, if I could only be in a movie like Rosemary's Baby, my career could take off. If his career takes off again, if he has this renaissance, he could probably still be friends with Cliff, and he could probably, like, keep him around the house, and he could probably afford him still. You know, it's like all these things are like, it's these personal payoffs. They're not conquering racism, but there's like these deeply integral parts of like who these characters are that are important for that ending. No, like I, I,
1: I still think you can get that ending without it. I mean, it feels very you like could, we need but the have at the end.
0: It's also a blast, and it's also, you know, like, uh, I mean, uh, I it's justice so. for Sharon Tate <laughs> in a way.
1: Mm, that's kind I, of gross to me and that's kind of what rubs me why the is wrong that way about it. why
0: is that gross
1: because because it's Mark Wahlberg fucking talking about how he would have stopped nine eleven on the plane like that that's what it is. If if, a, if, if these like, I, if if, if the Tarantino st- heroes were there, <laughs> Sharon Tate would have never gotten murdered. That's
0: a bad take. It, but this is sure. a fiction it's not. Story. That, it, that's this is what a it is. this is a fantasy fairy tale. Once upon a time in Hollywood, it's like fa- Quentin Tarantino's fantasy. It's a fantasy like... fairy
1: tale where a damsel in distress is saved by
0: two guys. Like I mean, it it just no because they don't
2: save Sharon Tate. They they don't ever they, try to yeah,
1: kill Sharon. That, that, yeah. That's kind of the that's kind of the shift, which is why my big question is then like why the fuck is she in the movie at all? Like still have the Manson stuff and you don't need Sharon Tate in the movie.
3: I
0: guess you don't need her, but like I still enjoy her being there and her being this like symbol of like an ideal of like what Rick right, Dalton but wants. That
1: rubs me the wrong way a bit. Like a, so she exists as kind of like a cipher, as kind of like an like a idol to be like, I mean, yeah,
0: it is looked no. at it, well, it is Well, I, from I think that Rick that Dalton's she, perspective she, that we're seeing her. We're seeing her as like the neighbor and like we're seeing her and the Polanskys as like uh what Rick Dalton wants. He wants more than anything to receive that like speaker phone call at the end. Um I don't I don't I don't know. I, I have no I have no I, issues. I, I, no I like that, literally I, I no, think no
1: think issues.
0: It's a perfect film. I think it's Quentin Tarantino's masterpiece and I think like it is fascinating. Yeah. I think it's it's my favorite of his movies like by a wide margin and I'm a fan of a lot of his movies.
1: That to, th- that that's what's wild to me. I I like it fine. The it like masterpiece and like, like no issues like with it, it at me. all is kind of where
0: Well, I just I no I'm I mean I'm saying I don't find any issues with like the handling of Sharon Tate as a character or anything like that. Um that that was the sent that was what my sentence of I mean, I have no issues with that was doing. I wasn't talking about the movie as a whole. I could well, okay, probably but find things you I don't have
1: any issues with the
0: movie. None that come to mind from a first time viewing, no. I yeah. mean
1: The the Polanski stuff's weird. I don't really know how to begin unpacking that. Yeah.
0: I mean it's weird, but it's also like a big part of this movie is like It's like addressing things head on. Like it makes you. I was talking about this earlier. It makes you really like Brad Pitt's character Mm -hmm. a lot before you find out there's some really shady stuff in his history. And then there's. Uh, I
1: I think the movie is saying that none of that stuff really happened.
0: Well, it's intentionally
1: ambiguous. I I don't know if the movie ever says that.
0: It it definitely doesn't w- say that it didn't happen.
2: In fact, the movie led me to believe that it did happen. Yeah. it it, I mean, it she could, It died, could truly go either like, way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, that's something to reckon with. And you can, like, either approach it like Leonardo DiCaprio goes and says, like, you don't really believe those rumors, do you? Which it's a very familiar sentence in, like, that world of, like polanski weinstein whatever like there's these rumors that like let's sweep it under the rug whatever or you could decide you hate that character it's it's but it's like talking about Mm -hmm. these things i don't know exactly what the angle is but it's definitely present yeah because because i don't
1: think it's i don't think it's an intentional like saying like uh, i don't think it's an indictment at all when he has polanski as kind of like the great hero that will save the career of Rick Dalton. Like, I don't right. Because really at, indicting, at this indicting.
0: present point in history, that was like an, an it didn't exist it, in 1969. He would have been the ideal for someone.
2: It wasn't public knowledge, but then you have to consider the fact that he made it in like Tarantino knew the context. Yeah. Yeah. I even, mean, even if, even if Rick Dalton didn't. Right. But you also have to have to, think about the fact that like that is the historical fact mm-hmm. and you have to think about then why even set it with Manson if you knew you have to grapple with I that mean, it's it a really com- does it's like a complicated... raise a lot of questions that are interesting to think
0: Yeah it's about a complicated like messy movie that takes place in a complicated messy world and it like tries to have this idealistic ending and I kind of think it sticks to the landing.
1: See th- that is I think the movie truly to me until the six month later time j- jump is almost perfect to me um, even with the Sharon Tate stuff, which I like my biggest struggle there is I can't really figure out why it's there, but I still do like it in the moment. But I think everything after the six months jump, I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm more like, I, I just was thinking about like, I want a Tarantino movie with no violence in it. Like do like do something different i don't know i was really fascinated hmm. by that well but it's because i've been frustrated with him for the past several movies and this was like it got really close to making me like super excited about him again and i am excited to some degree even though mm-hmm. who knows if he'll make another movie but um it it just the the ending a lot of it doesn't work the six month later has the like awful like um voiceover that just like goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. See, and goes I goes. didn't, I didn't mind that. I didn't like it. Um, so yeah, I mean, but the rest of it, I like, I mean, everybody's joked about it on the internet. The feet shots are a real problem.
3: <laughs> yeah, there movie. are like, like an extraordinary number number of them. real
1: problem. No, I, like, I
0: did see this movie with someone who had never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. She, um, didn't really know anything about him, honestly. Yeah. Um, and one of her things after the movie was like, "What was up with all the feet?" <laughs>
1: like, yeah, it, it's it's like almost bad in this movie. Yeah, like it. it, it <laughs> it's I mean, like when it's, you watch a Woody Allen movie and he <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, she's 17. and like at the time, everybody which, was like, "Okay,
0: yeah." Except that like. Being attracted to feet isn't like a sex crime, right, and, I, and I'm
1: not. I'm not implying that it is. I'm just implying like it's the tattling on yourself a little bit while making the movie, where it's just like, I, all right, Christ.
0: I kind like, of there's think no
1: Quentin, reason for Sharon Tate to have her feet off and be like four get around in the frame while I, we watch one of her movies. I that part of, sucked. I also fucking hate feet. I really realized in this movie. I kind of think yeah. Quentin
0: Tarantino knows that. Uh, there's this stigma. Not stigma, but there's this like... Like a,
1: like a taboo around feet?
0: Well, not th- like there's a public taboo, knowledge of like his everyone... foot fetish. But then, I, d- okay. I mean, I and don't like I think a director
1: he... as a troll. I don't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm not saying it's better, but I think he was like fucking with us a little bit. Um, my only issue with the feet stuff is, so there's lots of dirty feet in this movie. The hippies' feet are very dirty. Uh, why is Sharon Tate's... Why are her feet dirty in the movie theater? Her why... feet are...
1: F- Fucking
0: disgusting! They're va- they're covered in dirt. She was wearing yeah. boots and uh, I guess socks or stockings or something. But she kicks. Who takes off their shoes and socks in a movie? Who takes a, off boots
1: in a movie? Like that that's a complicated process. And B,
0: how did they get dirty? I don't, I don't know. know. That's don't my know. only. That, I guess you asked if I have an issue with the movie. That's my issue with the movie is God. why were Sharon Tate's feet dirty though. Um, but I think no. the performances are great. I think... I think, um, yes. And I think Cliff and Rick are the best characters Tarantino has written.
1: I don't disagree with that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. super on board with all of that. It's truly like... I think if you made this movie completely removed from the Manson murders, it would have been a lot more interesting to me. I love the yeah. old Hollywood stuff. The I making just... The movie.
0: I kind of like the revenge narrative of it though i liked it in inglorious bastards i liked it in Django. i like it here too i like i like have what he's Sharon doing Tate with participate
1: this. in it then maybe i don't know like it just is i don't know
0: yeah um but then i also don't want her to have to murder somebody because of like who she was you know i don't want to have her to have to fight back in a way i don't know
1: um yeah i just mm, you know what i, I think it's I'll, go ahead I'll be happy if we get some Brad Leo noms. Yeah. The Margot Robbie nomination will be a stretch. I'd but love for I it would.
0: to be nominated for best screenplay. I really want to read the screenplay. <laughs> um, Cause I also uh. want to, there's certain things I'm wondering what was decided in the edit. Um, I've talked with a couple of people about like the, uh, the harpoon gun scene, like how much of that was scripted and was it, right. did they decide to cut it early in the edit or was that always the intention? Right.
2: Um, I also I, was the. Were all of the foot shots in the <laughs> script? Like, I mean, probably like, we're looking
0: at her dirty Sharon sits foot down in and movie hanging theater. out the window. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I, I don't want it to get a best director nom, and I definitely don't want it to get a win. I don't He'll know. Probably get nominated for a best picture. I don't know I don't why you those. don't
0: want that because he does a Cause v- I don't. damn good job.
1: <laughs> mm, I don't know. There, there was one point where I was like. This doesn't look like a Tarantino movie. And I can't really articulate mm-hmm. in words how. but It's, I, it just, it's hmm.
0: not quite as showy. It's uh, up until the yeah. end, it's more subtle.
1: Yeah, w- which I was liking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I oh, don't me know. Me too, I was he's, loving every second of it. I think he's probably going to win for this movie, which is a little annoying, because I just wish he would have won for the other ones that he was nominated for. Hmm. Um think he's going to win Best Director. Because the narrative is that he hasn't ever won for Best Director. I would bet against that. I hope you're right, Mark. I hope you're right.
2: I um,
0: hope you're wrong because it's my favorite of his films. I think he peaked with this movie. Uh, I think after this, he's going to be like Rick Dalton and he's going to be a has-been because he nah, peaked bitch, here.
1: Star Trek is going <laughs> to fucking
0: rule. I am excited. He's going to
2: gonna find someone to murder. Um, um, I
0: think it's time to say farewell to this uh, Quentin Tarantino discussion and talk about the movie I saw at the Megaplex. The yeah, farewell. It's
1: shorter because we do not fucking see it. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, the farewell I saw, um, Lulu Wang, Lulu Wong. How do you, do you know how to say your name? I don't it's want to Wang. say it wrong. It's Wang. Okay. Um, is, I believe debut, directoral debut in this movie. Um, it's, I don't
1: know that for sure, but I think so. Yeah. Uh,
0: but it's I'm pretty sure. Incredibly good. Incredibly personal. It's like based on an actual experience she had with her family, um, where grandmother is diagnosed with cancer And no one tells her it's apparently a relatively normal thing in like Eastern culture where like doctors and family can decide to just not let you know so that you can spend your last months, years, however long in blissful ignorance of it. Um, but yeah, it's just all about family. It hits really hard for me personally, having moved pretty far away from all my family, um, there's like a couple of scenes in particular that really like because she lives Aquafina's character lives in America and her grandmother um, lives in China, um, and like there's just a a lot about like the the sons of the grandmother who moved away and um, the pain that that's caused now as they see uh, their time with their mother like going away. So it's 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 a really emotional rough watch, but it's like also so joyful. Um, and just it yeah makes you want to hug everybody in your life. Couldn't recommend it enough to literally anybody. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it to I'm, my mother, to my friends, um, to anybody.
1: I'm very excited to see
2: this
0: yeah.
1: movie. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, Mark and I aren't coastal elite, so it'll probably be still fucking three months before we're able to see it. But right. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. So that that's my yeah, two we're cents in the about flyer the flyover states here. I, yeah,
2: As in, if you're flying to Florida, <laughs> yeah, where Atlanta, that's the only place. Um, Um,
0: but yeah like literally the last two movies we talked about on here Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Farewell are my two favorite movies of the year so far it's been a good couple of weeks for, for the Chad boy um In the Cineplex. Um,
1: Well, we can talk about my favorite movie of the year. Just kidding. It's not. Um, Me and Mark saw Lion King. It is your Uh,
0: favorite movie of all time, remade, retold. uh,
1: No. I actually think my favorite movie is Iron Giant. Okay. Um, But Lion King's close. I really waffle back and forth um, Mm -hmm. because it was the 1999 episode where I was like, maybe it's Iron Giant. I truly don't know. Anyway, Lion King got remade.
0: It's photorealistic.
1: Yeah.
2: They're, they're real lions now. I trained
0: a bunch of how lions. much is there to really say about it? I've not seen it, but like,
1: well, there's plenty to say because I did a whole podcast on it, which you can mm-hmm. go listen to now. Uh, <laughs> I was the guest on purely nostalgia, uh, our sister podcast. And they had me as the stark defender of the movie, even though I feel like mostly fine about it, but that is an incredibly hot take apparently for this movie. Cause everyone is like, burn it with fire. It has no yeah. artistic merit. It does belongs in the trash. Everybody who watches it should (laughs) be dragged out and shot. I truly saw like that sounds like I'm exaggerating and I am to some degree. But I saw like somebody Um, I saw somebody on Twitter who, for real, was like, "I can't comprehend why anybody would see this movie and like even have any kind of enjoyment out of it." And it's like, interesting. Fuck, why? Why do why do we go see Lion King on Broadway nine hundred times? Anyway, Mark, um, shockingly gave it like an okay rating, which is also a hot take for this movie. <laughs> so, Mark, I want to know what you think about it. Yeah, Saying I mean, it's I'm, just I'm okay. in the same.
2: I'm in the same camp of like it's fine. Uh, it's got like a good plot and some good songs and some good voice actors um but they're uh i i don't know it i feel like the the visual thing didn't really work in a in the way that they wanted it to um i feel like it falls in like this weird gray area of like we want it to be photorealistic but also like have these animals talk and interact in ways that is not like realistic so it, it's it it I don't know if their, like, photorealism thing truly worked as well as they wanted it to. No, because I think mm-hmm. the thing uh, and- is,
1: is, like, if you're making it photorealistic, just make the whole movie realistic. I, I mean, I love the songs, but you can't really do musical numbers and it'd be striving no. for the most realism possible. So it's just, like, I don't know. They they made choices, but it's mm-hmm. just, like, none of them really were the yeah.
2: right one. And I I was thinking about this more and I feel like the fact that – like we can watch the Lion King, the original Lion King and be like, yeah, these lions are like singing and dancing and it makes sense because they don't look like real lions. They're clearly cartoon lions and cartoon lions can do these things and it's fine. But when you're watching real lions do these things, like that, that boundary breaks down and you're like, wait why i like it because i would be watching like this planet earth scene right and then suddenly a monkey was holding a line in the air and i was like this is not planet earth anymore and you have to like it's it's a very like it's a it's a weird thought process that you have to like hold the line of in your mind um Um, a friend of mine also like the, the singing and dancing were not great yeah um but I like Billy Eichner. He was he was the star of the show.
1: He but really was. Um, I think it's because his performance too is so I mean, it he's playing Billy Eichner. Right. Like so it so it is kind of the fresh thing. I don't know, there's jokes in it that work for me that he does. Mm. I don't know. It's like yeah. a pleasant time at the movies.
0: So there's a friend of mine who before the movie came out, and I don't believe he's seen it, but he thought the best angle for a live action Lion King would be No music, no dialogue. We all know the story of the Lion King so well that if you're doing the photorealistic lions, just have them play it out as actual lions and have some expressive growls maybe here and there. But just I'm sure if you want to make fucking three dollars, like, <laughs> there's no way that would worked. Sure, but like, do you it's think
1: fascinating, it fascinating? So
0: may, maybe maybe it wouldn't make as much money, but do you think it would be as good, better than this weird kind of like it doesn't really look good that they're singing I mean, kind of thing. No. Well, but
2: th- the issue is that like there are scenes that can't purely be communicated by growls. Like how do you mm-hmm. have Scar tell a bunch of hyenas to, to kill Simba and stage a, like a stampede? Yeah, I like, think
0: the our knowledge of the property existing would do a lot of the heavy lifting with stuff like that. Um, But But, but the
2: idea of that would still be like, make it look photorealistic, but like a lion talking to a bunch of hyenas is is still going to like have that breakdown of like, this still isn't like nature photography because like a lion isn't going to like growl at hyenas and the hyenas aren't going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) I guess that's true.
0: It might fall fall apart no matter what. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of a world like where – because – A lot of the takes on. Go ahead.
1: Playing it as real is the mistake. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. so with animation, there's already, like, this suspension of disbelief. And I think that Mm -hmm. is a part of why I like animated movies so much, right? But so when you take it into live action, you have to keep it somewhat fantastical. Right. And
0: have a suspension of disbelief. I think. So people have been sharing, like, these, like, hybrid versions of, like, put the animated eyes on the realistic bodies. Y- I think you shared some of those with me. Yeah, it, they suck. They don't look good. But something closer to that, where they are more expressive and they're more, like, fantastical looking, or do you just not tackle it?
1: I I mean, so you guys know that I'm not anti remake, Right. And it's going to sound like I'm being a hypocrite when applying this to one of my favorite movies Uh but i just kind of think you don't for this
2: well i so i i think that if you're going to remake something you should at least be able to say why you want to remake it and and the excuse for like well not the excuse the reasoning for remaking this is like technology it's a classic and we have better technology technology i I feel like i've I feel like when you're making an animated movie as well, there you should have to ask yourself, why are we animating this? Mm-hmm. And the reason they animated Lion King instead of making it about, like, real-life humans... Well, I mean... The, the reasoning they made the animated Lion King in the first place might have been because you can't train lions to do this. Right. right. But it's also because you have to have that suspension of disbelief to, to see these characters do these things. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think a
1: movie um, like Aladdin works a lot better. like Not mm-hmm. better than the animated, but works better in live action because they're playing it fantastical. They weren't like, let's make the most realistic movie we can. Which I think I, is the problem with yeah. Lion King, is they strive so much for, like, hmm. reality, and, like, who cares? Like, I don't know. I don't necessarily look for reality when I go to movies.
0: I look for sure, things but to be if, if, narratively
1: if, I mean, true, but I don't give a shit if it looks
0: well,
3: I don't like it's like, I haven't it's seen the, the, the movie,
0: b- but it sounds like if the lions are singing and they're not striving for reality... But but like, the problem is there kind of are because every musical number is them
1: just like walking on paths.
0: Yeah. I What I was more interested in, and it sounds like they didn't do it, is like to make those musical number sequences like they were in the animated version. Like, I, I just can't wait to be king. I want that to have all the flashy colors and for it to well, be because, trippy.
1: Because musicals are inherently heightened. Right. So
0: I wanted like, those sequences to be heightened. I feel
2: like Aladdin heightened. did that a
0: little bit. Yes. Yeah, I, the musical I, numbers and, were heightened in Aladdin.
2: I, I think I'm, Aladdin didn't do it enough in my opinion. No, sure, but um, anyway. and some of
0: the choices in some of the musical numbers, like the the first one he's whatever the song is where he's like being a thief and like da 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 da, da. Yeah, I like that. There's some weird choices in that musical number where like it was filmed at like a high frame rate. Yeah, that's like Guy Ritchie. That it's it's ugly and bad, yeah. but um, but at least it was a style. It was like a choice choice well, this that, that, made. That,
1: that, that's kind of the well, like, pff, <laughs> like sort of frustrating <laughs> thing about this movie. And I like it. I think mm-hmm. I'm about to go rank Aladdin higher than this because I do think Aladdin kind of works for me better. The I, more I kind of like stew on it, you're making
0: me not want to watch Lion King now, which I'm, I, mean, I was planning on doing. To. But
1: you've got to. I um, really didn't like Aladdin. Oh yeah, but you're no. I liked Aladdin. <laughs> you have it as like the worst movie of the year in Dumbo. Even I
0: like. have it as like the fifth worst. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's
1: not. Um, but anyway, um, it it just is like people people are saying all these remakes. There's no point to them, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: I disagree with that.
1: Yeah, I, I think the I, one that most kind of accurate, accurately applies to is this one. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't yeah, because
2: figure out they w- changed the least.
1: Yes, and you can't figure out like why, why, why? Like hire a musical director. Like why hire John Favreau? Mm-hmm. That's a weird choice. Uh, other than he had, he had done, done Jungle, jungle book. book, but Jungle yeah. Book is like a hangout movie, and that's what the rest of his movies are. Like hire like. I mean, it's been talked about a lot, but Julie uh, Taymor did the um, the Broadway show, hire her to direct the movie, or hire some, like, I don't know. The, yeah, but Julie Taymor is bad at making movies. Yeah, she's not thing. great. Um, she's like a genius, but it doesn't translate Get, like, to film well. Rachel Bloom to do it yeah. or something. Uh, I don't know about that, but she's a fun uh,
0: musical girl. Like, I don't know. So,
1: so Rob Marshall is a musical director, and he's tackling Little Mermaid, and I'm like, good. Sure, that yeah. that Hell, makes yeah. me feel more confident. Uh, Mulan, there seems to be a take <coughs> to it, and like I just yeah, don't know. Mulan. I like I like Lion King because it's fucking
0: Lion King. But at the end of the day, it's just fucking Lion King. Who I do, who I, I, I do don't you know. uh, who do you hire to direct the Stitch live action remake?
1: uh taika watiti that's obvious but mm. you you're asking it's me
2: a, and i don't want dead call. air that
0: does rule a good
2: call um, <laughs> that would
0: be that would if be if you
2: hadn't said it was islander i would have been mad and you nailed it yeah
0: you know i'm pretty
1: good at what i do
2: that yeah
0: because um, like the funny aliens are yep. very thor ragnarok
1: yep. yeah yeah that's
0: that's the move
1: well and have him play uh Peekly. Bleakley, sure. The one eyeball one. Yeah. Have Taika play that character.
2: Yeah. That's
0: good. That's good. Yeah. You just got mm, me yeah. excited about the Stitch live action remake. I think the Stitch live action movie is gonna rule. I hope <laughs> like it does. I kind of really it, do. It hinges on the design of Stitch more than like the rest of these live action remakes hinge on the design of uh its characters. I think
1: Stitch is gonna look perfect. I hope. Believe so. it or not. Uh. So I think Chad and I agree with this. Uh, agree on this what is the best Disney live action remake uh,
0: that I've seen maybe Dumbo no you're wrong
1: think. what is think it think about it think about it a little bit more came out last year is it
2: I don't I don't remember a year ago Okay, oh, the Chad, Christopher you, Robin.
0: Christopher yeah, Robin that's the is best the one. best Disney remake. Far and away the best. Like cuz it was a, it was a new angle. It was like a weird pseudo sequel. It was a new was, angle, but it's still yeah. a live action remake. Sure.
1: Um think about how good those characters look. Like mm-hmm. I think I think Stitch is going to look yeah. great. And I think they're going to use detective Pikachu technology on him. Yeah, like, I didn't care I for like great.
0: Dumbo, but the design on Dumbo is like some of the best it's yeah. so good. He's such I, a good-looking boy. I, I like Dumbo
1: less when I think
0: about it, but
2: mm. I
1: enjoyed it in the moment just because there was so much theme park shit. And, and, and I think the first
2: market. half of Dumbo was pretty decent. I like, the second half where it's like the yeah. the final set piece kind of boring. I like that it had a take.
1: You know. See the the, yeah. the second half. That's is... that's what
2: I like about it. The yeah. most. the
1: second half is where it's the like Disney World shit. So right. I kind of like it. But it is. You're it's, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's but, pretty. It's a mess. The,
2: the actual set piece where like the kids have to like find this tower
1: and like turn a switch or something.
2: Well, some the shit. kids
0: were just ho- the horrible actors. The kids too. were
1: bad, and that's what sat with me more. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you
0: yeah. know what else was bad. Pearl
1: Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Anyway, that was
2: our quick thoughts on Lion King. Yeah, our
1: quick thoughts on. <laughs> I mean, so here, here's the problem. Both a Tarantino movie and a remake of Lion King came out in the same two week span, so of course we were going to be a
0: little uh, Cody. I mean, you tweeted something about George Lucas on an elevator. What are you What are you talking about?
1: <sighs> so if I found a picture of George Lucas on an elevator, I was going to tweet. Chad, do you know any Beyonce? This may be just for Mark.
0: Um, like a, a bit. I mean, like a Beyonce. Beyonce fan, has a line. Is like,
1: of course, shit gonna go down when there's a billion dollars on the elevator. So I was gonna do oh. a picture of George Lucas and say, of course, shit goes down when there's four point two billion dollars on an elevator. I <laughs> mean, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I couldn't find a picture of him on an elevator. I would have
0: liked it even <laughs> without like the context of knowing that lyric. I probably would have just hit like just because it's like, I don't know what he's talking about, but it's <laughs> making me laugh.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Did you know that George Lucas is actually afraid of elevators? He insists on any time he has to change floors that there's an escalator made for oh, him. That's hey, we, um, uh, we, so he can still stand still. Can we put in some
0: right. stairs here? Sean?
2: Um, did That's I tell way. you guys when I
1: went to Disney last, I, like, the day, I like that, Chad. The, the day before George Lucas was there at the Polynesian, <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't know what I would have done if I had seen him, but it's funny because you see the picture of him Lucas. just, well, you see the picture of him just walking out and there's like people behind him and they don't know who he is. Right. He just looks
0: like a dad. Like he
1: looks like every he grandpa He is Disney. like a granddad. But yeah. to like um,
0: certain people, he's like one of the most recognizable people
1: i'd been like They're shit are. george <laughs> what's up doc oh
3: he probably hey, had uh, like always, six always fan. like, like
2: uh. he, he probably had six year olds running up to him being like papa oh oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> like like a thousand times
1: right. um <laughs> i i didn't know why uh you know what he probably was there like looking at plans for galaxy's edge it would have been long mm, for sure ago. when is
3: that coming uh, to orlando right.
1: Uh, what is mm, soon? Cool. Um, every everything will be open by December.
0: I think or I'm Monday. going about the time this episode will drop to Galaxy's Edge, so I'm excited. oh yeah! You'll have to tell yeah. me about it. I uh, hear. Oh. I mean, it seems awesome.
1: A friend of mine can um, get me
0: in for free, so excited shit. about
1: not hey, spending money.
0: Shit. Well, I'll probably spend money on building. You're going to spend droid, money. But yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: you're going <laughs> to spend so much money. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm going to spend three hundred dollars <laughs> on a droid and a lightsaber, <laughs> like easily. And, uh,
1: yeah. I've heard you can't really do but bo- Like, there's not really time to do both if you also want to do the cantina and all the other stuff. Well, I definitely want to do that. I
0: also haven't been to Disneyland proper, so I'm also <laughs> gonna be wanting to do Splash Mountain and Space Mountain and all that shit. So yeah. I'm gonna have no time. D- Disneyland. Um, it's good.
2: It's yeah. funny how I I think about Harry Potter World. And I was like, why would you ever like wanna, want to wand? And then I'm like, I need my. I'm going to like start designing my lightsaber now right. Right. so that I'm ready when I get no, there. No, like well, I...
0: So I'm married to a big Harry Potter fan, of course, and she loves going to Harry Potter World. And like, I got it to a certain extent. I don't think I fully got it until my hype for Galaxy's Edge was just like so real. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. This for you is this for me
1: yeah I, I feel that about all theme parks is the thing i mean if you go to the ollivanders like show at universal you're like well damn like yeah it's I fun want
0: yeah, yeah like if, if i were that little kid who got to like do the wand yeah. show thing th- yeah. no chance in hell i wouldn't like cry okay. my ass off until my parents bought I, me I really wand. want
1: you boys to come to disney world with me at some point we're going to make um, that I,
0: vacation happen at some point. If, if I move
1: to Orlando and have a place for you guys to like somewhat stay, or you can get an Airbnb close to me, like you guys have to kind of come at that point.
0: Honestly, I think the Best Picture boys should do a Disney cruise and record an well, episode on the there's cruise. No,
1: there's no fucking reason. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Carrying all that shit may suck, but there's Maybe. no reason not to do a cruise because that would also rule. Yeah, you're anyway, gonna have a blast
0: on your honeymoon, Cody. Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Anyway, um, by the time this comes out, Universal will have had their big announcement. Which, uh, oh, so yeah. if you're in the future, you'll probably. But this is will know this
0: isn't really that. much of a theme park uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: I know, but I love them. Uh, they're announcing a third park, I think, and that's really
0: exciting. That's fun. Exciting. But we're here if to talk about- If you don't know what Cody's
1: talking about, uh,
2: just look at his Twitter from like three days yep. ago. Yeah. Um, but we're okay, here to so talk
0: about a movie uh, called Pearl Harbor.
1: Well, so here's how it relates. At Universal, they have the Transformers ride, which is based on the Michael Bay franchise, just like this Michael Bay franchise, Pearl Harbor.
0: I'm surprised. When are we getting the sequel?
1: Pearl Harbor 2. Yeah. Pearl Harbor 2. I don't know. Um, yikes. No, it, well, we uh, did. It's Saving Private Ryan, I guess. I don't I know. Guess. There's a million fucking I mean, World War 2 movies. They're all sequels. <laughs> true. Um, okay. I guess we should talk about the plot of this movie so fast. Uh, because despite it being three hours long, it's, uh, pretty simple. It's a so, real
0: simple
2: plot. And also, despite it being about Pearl Harbor, it's surprisingly like, not, about, not Pearl Harbor, about
3: Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: it, I was telling Cody it takes until hour two to get to Pearl Harbor.
3: Yeah, yeah. so I,
1: I have it on DVD uh, because I bought it for a dollar somewhere, um, and uh, disc two ends right after Pearl Harbor.
0: <laughs> oh, it's separated into two discs? <laughs> yeah. Wait, disc two ends like... after the attack happens? Or disc two Or sequence, after the whole sequence. After the whole sequence.
1: What, Mark? Interesting
2: you saying disc two ends there like the end of no, the movie disc, is there? Or is it on one. three discs? No, disc one Sorry. ends oh. after the Pearl
1: Harbor stuff. We were both misspeaking.
2: Wait, so the disc two is just like 40 minutes?
1: Yeah, disc two is like arguably the most... It's like an hour nine or something. And mm-hmm. it's just like... All right, so I've seen the titular thing. What the fuck is the second disc yeah. about?
0: And if I'm perfectly honest with you guys, you, you know I pay attention in movies, but it was a late night for me, and I was kind of dozing off toward the end of this movie. Yeah, I watched well, it all. Nothing happens. Yeah, but after the I attack, mean, it, it was I was pretty bored and dozing me off.
1: Me too. Um, so here's the plot. Two pilots bffs ben affleck pilot falls in love with a cute nurse but then goes to war in europe and he's presumed dead so cute nurse falls for josh hartnett hartnett pilot i didn't bother danny is
0: the character's name didn't and then bother. rafe is ben affleck's name I'm not gonna happen uh
1: ben isn't really dead so when he returns it's awkward because of the romance but also because pearl harbor happens <laughs> uh American-
3: um, don't describe, describe, describe
1: Pearl Danny Harbor Walker. as that awkward
0: thing that <laughs> happened. I mean, it
1: was pretty awkward. I mean oh, yeah. I don't think when we hang out with Japan now it's like an easy thing to talk about. No, it's
0: interesting uh, how like I feel like America has pretty much forgiven Japan for the most part,
2: well, it's because uh, after yeah, World War we II, did, America like we did owned things. Japan. Shh. Yeah, we uh, oh, did drop well, two bombs on
1: them. Even though I that. just read a comic where they uh, like they knew Namor was going to stop it, so they had to lie to Namor. But um, okay, so I f- <laughs> I feel like
0: we've forgiven Japan, <laughs> and like I feel like whenever we hear the word Germany, we kind of still just jump straight to Nazis. In my and like my experience, like if people talk about like. Like, oh my family's German, and it's like, oh, you're you're like a Nazi then. Like it's like the joke that you make. But like if someone says I'm do Japanese you? you shouldn't. You shouldn't, sure. But people do it. I see it all the time. Mm, but I just think about Snow White. Do you think about, about Snow beer. White? Is that the first
1: yep. thing you think of? Every time. Okay. I'm like, Snow White? Germanic tale I think. But yeah, you would never What's
0: say like, is, I, oh, I, Pearl Harbor, right? When someone says I'm Japanese.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I
2: don't Maybe our
1: grandparents would have though. I, I usually right, say oh yeah Nagasaki. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right, so America's dragged into World War 2, yep. um and Josh Hartnett dies, which is convenient for Ben Affleck because now he can be back with his nurse, but she's pregnant with Josh Hartnett Jr. <laughs> and they
0: simpler time they so name, <laughs> they name that boy More like
2: Lucky Number Slate
0: Danny after his father. Right?
1: Danny? Yeah after his dad yeah okay whatever that's the plot of this movie mm-hmm. it's michael bay trying to write romance i don't know if it's, he didn't actually write it but
0: it's a weird it feels it's, it's a movie that's like segmented into four parts there's the initial romance there's the we think ben affleck's dead drama then there's the attack then yeah. there's the revenge they're going out to fight and danny dies yeah kind of thing um
2: it's why? the classic. Uh, it's the classic four act structure. Um, the The movie is written by the director of no um, writer uh, of podcast favorite, writer of Braveheart.
1: Yes, um, Yeah, that's all that. And uh, Heaven is for real, um, which bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So and Secretariat. Oh, that, sorry. That is a movie I have to watch. Um, so, why did the audience have to think Ben Affleck is dead? Why couldn't we have just seen him in like Europe? I don't really understand. Um, like that shock doesn't work at all because you're like, yeah. right, Ben Affleck's the lead of this movie, and it's for minutes. I
2: it's because Josh Hartnett. Like they bond over. Are you are you asking why does the audience have to think he's that's dead? That's what or I'm or saying. Like because you else? could
1: cut to Ben Affleck. Going through a horrible time and still have the romance happen. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know.
2: I think it's because you have to cheer for the. Y- romance, yeah, you want the audience they want you on to the cheer side for the romance. romance. You don't want right, be- yeah, to. Yeah, you don't want
0: And I don't think you do, and I don't think it does work. Mostly because we uh, know Ben Affleck is alive. Um, I was watching and also this with Josh Hartnett. Sucks. I was watching this with Laura, uh, the, just the first half. I actually watched this in two halves um, because I was exhausted with it. Uh, but she her reaction was like, she was confused. Like, wait, he dies this early in the movie. And I s- mm-hmm. said, well, he's first spilled. So no, but, <laughs> um, so there's that way you can just like read right through the movie. But like, right. Uh, I don't know. Barnaby doesn't, uh, want to watch movies like that but i can't help it you,
1: you can't know? help
0: it fully but yeah. it, it's just a little bit
1: like uh okay but like i don't buy the romance from any of them no, it's
0: so it's so poorly written out of everybody hey i ben buy Affleck's ben bad in this
2: movie uh, he's i think that ben affleck is miles better than like josh hartnett yeah. in this movie I, maybe um, but i, I think I they're of, all kind I of kind bad of, I kind of bought Ben Affleck's romance a little bit, a little bit. Um, it was just underwritten. But then, it by the time like, like Josh Hartnett started getting with her, I was like, uh, just mad.
0: So it's I, going for a Titanic thing, you know? It's trying yeah, to be this clearly. this yeah, epic romance. Sure. Uh, but Titanic feels like it's written by someone who's actually experienced love before, <laughs> and this movie is written <laughs> like. It, it feels like these are all the puzzle pieces of what a love story is. Let me just put them together and just like, it's, it's almost like the equation of romance instead of like the feelings of mm-hmm. romance.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I would hard agree with that. Yeah. And I just, I, Ben Affleck is somebody I struggle with a lot. Cause I, th- I think a lot of his, like when he was the most popular is some of the worst acted stuff I've seen him in. And, like, yeah, I like him most yeah. as You like him in Gondor a lot. Yeah. I, think, I think that's one of the great performances of the decade. One of these days because I'm going to see is... that
0: movie. Do what? One of these days I'm going to see that movie. You haven't seen, it? Haven't seen no. it? No.
1: I, I think I've Literal said this on bug. the
0: podcast a couple of times. I kept telling myself I was going to read the book first, and that's just not oh, going to happen. Right. It's not just going to. Just watch it. I do I, just, just watch. watch I think,
1: it. A, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm um it's not david fincher's best movie but that's only because social network exists sure and I mean, it's not david, david fin- fincher's best <laughs> movie this decade because again social network i exists. i don't
0: need it to be david fincher's best movie he's a good director like <laughs> sure. right
1: but it is like um, it might be david fincher's last movie at this <sighs> point cra- i ugh, i'm pissed anyway um what happened i just he canceled no, he just, like... He just he, hasn't made a movie just, since then. He's been making mind-blowing. Oh, right, yeah, right. he just... Yeah. Which is fine. He was gonna make a movie for Disney, and it just has... It's taken a while. Um, I, He's s- making one for Netflix now. Yeah, I think that Netflix movie will... Ha- I think his Disney movie is gonna happen. I just think it's gonna take a little bit. Yeah. Um, He's trying to do 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which led him, like, uh, awesome. Sure. Um, I'm cool with that. Yeah, just, like, do it, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I think, like... Uh, the the performances in Gone Girl are like god tier, and like that is a director knowing completely how to use Ben Affleck.
3: Yeah,
1: um, I think Ben Affleck's like pretty solid in Argo. Um, yeah, I I like yeah, him I mean, in th- the 20s I think he's
2: good. I think he's. He has started to realize that he works best when he is like serious. I
1: think he's best when he's um, like depressed and kind of like de- like he's really good in Triple Frontier. I don't know if you boys have watched that I yet haven't. on
0: Netflix. Have not. He's good. Is um, that a BP recommends? Uh
1: it's close. Yeah, like it's on the edge. I gave it three and a half, which is why I didn't put it on the list. But gotcha. I still really enjoyed and think the performances are awesome in it. It's a reminds me the way it's shot and pace and stuff kind of reminds me of Sicario, which is a movie I really, really like. Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Mm. Um so yeah, Ben Affleck's interesting to me. Um he's got some of the best pictures on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in this movie he still has a very
2: like Matt Damon vibe. Uh huh.
1: Um I feel
2: like after their movie together, which I am forgetting the name of
1: Goodwill um, Hunting. Goodwill hunting, yeah.
2: Goodwill Hunting. Dogma? Uh, they, they also Dogma. They both had like the this they, the same kind of vibe, yeah. and they were like, "Which of us can be like the Boston boy?" Right. And then I think Matt Damon won that fight, so, so uh, Ben Affleck got depressed, and that was his vibe. Well,
0: he tried to be the Tennessee boy in this movie. He had a southern accent the he, whole time. Who Affleck? Yeah. yeah, That accent's not good. It was. Uh, it was. I've I've definitely heard worse southern accents. Like he sounds yeah. like a guy I know, sure. kind of. But
1: uh, Kate Beckinsale is solid in this movie, even though the only thing we know about her is she likes army boys, but mm-hmm. she's real pretty. She's yeah. like that fine me. in this movie. I had
3: like, I feel like a
0: big crush on Kate Beckinsale. Me too. Uh, Van Helsing era, I was like, hubba, hubba. Um,
1: (laughs) I need to rewatch that movie. (laughs) No,
0: you don't, because it's not good. (laughs) No, I'm going
1: to watch it. I love uh, monsters. Um, I mean, it it is spooky. Yeah, yeah. it's spooky. Um, I realized I have a giant crush on Kate Beckinsale because she looks like somebody else I have a giant crush on, and that's Hayley Atwell. Her and Hayley Atwell kind of have a similar look about her. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, I could see that. Maybe well, the, it's because the, they both had
1: their hair up in, like, right, 1920s in, in a World stuff, War II movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe that's it. They're brunettes with um, 1930s hair, but, you know.
2: I've done a little bit of research, and this might be the first movie I've seen her in, other than maybe the Total Recall remake, which I did see. I did see that also. Um, you,
1: didn't, you haven't seen...
0: Uh, um, Serendipity? I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, I've seen I have not seen Click. Have not seen The Aviator. You haven't seen Click. I think the I Aviator. the
2: beginning of one of the uh, Resident Evils, okay.
1: which is not her franchise. Aviator's um, good. Her franchise is Underworld. Aviator's like real good. Um, what was the one we were just yeah, talking about? You point. haven't seen Van Helsing? No. Interesting. There's like there's like bats with titties in that movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all Mark needs to hear. <laughs> I mean, sign. <laughs> Him
3: up. I mean, the, the, the three things it like, I remember about, sounds a lot like cats. Right. The it's three things I remember similar.
1: about that movie are the witches who fly around in their bats with titties. Well, they're I vampires, remember, but yeah, yeah. But then the Gatlin gun.
0: Uh, crossbow. Oh, dude. Yeah, the machine gun <laughs> crossbow rules. rules. It's like, uh, it like, rotates. It's, uh, it's very good. And then there's a final fight between a very giant cool. bat so and a giant wolf. And he's like rules. replacing, he's got like these cartridges that's just like Full of arrows that he just like loads hit. into the crossbow. <laughs> awesome, but it's not it's doing awesome. anything against the vampires. So he dips it in the holy water and then he shoots the vampires with it. And then Hell that works. Hell yeah! Okay, hold Ooh. on. So I this need movie to.
2: Sounds right up my. Alley. <laughs> I need to see when it came out. I see the two thousand one star on Letterboxd. I think it came I'm out this in... year.
0: No, two
1: thousand. Come on, I'm gonna be pissed. Two thousand four. Oh, if it's two thousand, it is two thousand four. Yeah. Two thousand four. Okay, okay, we may yeah.
0: be doing that one. <laughs>
1: for a bonus bod, epi
0: yes, maybe
1: <laughs> I don't know we will discuss this after only, the podcast <laughs> only if it coincides with Halloween and it for, could be like a
0: spooky movie
3: which yeah, I don't think it will. I mean,
1: also, we yeah. have, like, National Treasure as an option that it year. It so.
2: definitely won't line up with Halloween, yeah. I don't think. It won't. No, not But I'm going to write it down anyway.
1: Cool. Um, okay, so, uh, Van Helsing. Oh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, she <laughs> doesn't have a lot to do in this movie. Surprise, no. surprise. It's a Michael Bay movie. I don't but know. But she,
0: <laughs> you know, she's one of those actresses, and so many actresses had to be able to do this, where you just, like, take a nothing script where you're just in love with the interesting man and she mm-hmm. she creates a character out of that with her performance you know um interesting
2: fact about her um her gang of nurses one of them is Jennifer Garner i mean
1: yeah i mean <laughs> she yep. jennifer garner i don't think i've ever seen her <laughs> and been like wait is that jennifer garner she has a very like <laughs> whoa her and ben affleck end up getting married
0: yeah and they end up uh, going yeah. on to do daredevil or did they do daredevil
1: no, Daredevils 2003, Not and that's, yeah. where they, yeah, th- that's where they yeah, that's where they actually linked up. They didn't link up because of this movie. But I don't think they
2: were in a scene together in this movie. No, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, um,
1: no. I hated the chorus of girls, the first section where she's like telling about the meat cue. It felt it was very, like really breaking up the pacing it, of it. It
0: felt very grease. Like if I wanted A them, little bit. It, yeah. I almost expected them to be like, tell me more, tell me more. Well, so
1: what's interesting about that is they, there's one particular shot where they move in a certain way and I think it's at the bar or something. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh they're at a bar and there's like music playing, that sort of thing, and I was like, hold up. Michael Bay should direct a musical. Because like <laughs> Cody, please don't say that. No, he should because look, is Michael Bay a good director? I don't know. He I... makes I think he makes bad things. Yeah. But he he is like there's, an a, there's a
0: tour there's a level of craft is. in this movie particularly in the at- pearl harbor attack sequence that i think is like pretty impressive and it holds up he's is like kind of little... good
1: at visuals even though the visuals are sometimes ugly like he still has like a sense
0: of like yeah. propulsion when he shoots like some of the scenes of just like planes flying in the air like in in mass are just beautiful to look at in this movie um yeah visually i think he's doing like yeah. interesting things with like the war stuff but then it, there are times in like the pearl harbor attack sequence where i don't know that it's directed in a way that's like quite horrific enough it's kind of like well he makes it
1: a slick action movie
0: yeah which is like a weird choice for the pearl harbor attack i would
1: i mean that's something i struggle with too mm-hmm. like why is this movie pg-13 why not make it yeah. R? Um, uh, a I
0: great didn't realize it was PG-13. That's wild.
1: There's no Titanic length. was R, right? No, yeah, Titanic. There were tits in Titanic's yeah. PG-13. Um, Weirdly. What? Yeah. Weirdly, that's it's PG-13. Well, then, well, then that answers your question, Cody. Because <laughs> they were trying to appeal the, <laughs> the leg- exact leg- same but it's market, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just. It, it, there was just several scenes where I'm like, you have Ben Affleck yelling and not saying the F word? What's the point? <laughs> Why do you have Ben Affleck yelling? If he doesn't say that word, sure. You hired Ben Affleck.
0: Um,
2: like he's literally on a Navy base. He should be cursing like a sailor. Yeah, if there's anywhere to do it. Yeah, Honestly. Mark wants to be
1: applauded for that, but I refuse.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> tweet at me if you like that joke at Wellington Mark. I'll yeah. be
0: honest. I didn't recognize that you were doing a joke, but now that I've had time to think about it, it's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, So, Cody, have you changed your
2: mind about my joke yet? I I have not.
0: So a better angle for this movie, particularly that Pearl Harbor sequence, would be like the Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk, war is a horror movie angle, but it feels more slick action. And I kind of have a problem with that, but then it's like still directed well for his vision. I just think his vision is a bit tone deaf for the movie. Right, you know,
1: yeah,
2: agreed, and I think that he's also um, regular deaf because he couldn't tell if the dialogue was bad. <laughs> right, the
0: dialogue um, is okay. No bueno. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Um, um yeah, so, so, like... so
1: we don't think Michael Bay is an Oscar director. <laughs> is that what we're landing I, on? I no. <laughs> think we've.
2: But I, I think that you guys have a point in that he does have a very like distinct sense of style yeah. in his, the way he shoots things, and that style isn't necessarily like.
0: Bad? What was that no, movie he did with like Krasinski a few years ago?
1: Thirteen hours. Was that um, any good?
0: Did you guys see that one?
1: People say it's all right.
0: To, uh, Thirteen hours. Yeah.
1: People say it's all right. People but, say right? Pain and Gain is the like Loki masterpiece.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I just need to I watch need to more watch of and and his to gang. see what I think of him as a director because I've really, I really haven't seen much. Um,
1: yeah, I, I've got to watch like The Rock and Armageddon, and, yeah. and stuff like that. His earlier stuff. I think stuff. it's
0: clear he's like talented with like these action set pieces and sequences he can direct it really well but like i haven't seen the narrative that like matches that with him yet
1: yeah i just like so i and i can't really describe it but like there were shots that were happening where I was like, oh, this is now a Michael Bay movie. Well, it's I've, because I've seen five fucking Transformers yeah. movies, and I the just shot, was like. Oh, now it feels. The shot that bright. did it for
0: me was it was as if it, the camera were mounted on one of the bombs as it was dropping from the plane. Yeah, that's a very to Michael the Bay thing. Yeah, it was it, it was like beautiful looking, but at the same time, it was like I shouldn't be thinking them dropping the bomb on the fleet is like awesome right now but like right. that's what this movie almost feels like it's communicating. Well,
1: and he he also does the shot a lot where it's like people looking off to the side and it kind of like zooms up on them and then it fast and, and, cuts and, to like what they're looking at and there's and, a And there's of also those.
2: like stuff moving behind them and the camera is like swiveling them. Yes. Yeah. That's, um that's a big one. yeah. It, he just likes Moving his camera really quickly, I think, and that's what I think is disorients you. But like, I feel like when he's using that smartly, because like you know, you are disoriented in a battle, um, Mm -hmm. so it it makes sense to do. But when you do it for too long, the audience is like just disoriented. Yeah, right.
1: Um, Okay, so we're talking about him as an Oscar director. Let's talk about how this movie did at the Oscars this year, which it actually did. Uh, it won mm-hmm. sound editing, which feels like it it does a war like, movie. That's, that, it's that, like, yeah, that's kind of what yeah. th- this movie does. It was nominated f- also for Best Sound uh, for Best Original Song, which I don't remember the song because as soon as the credits hit, the... I turned it off.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, You think I watched those credits? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Um, and then Visual Effects, all which track. Um, it didn't win any of those, but it was nominated for those. However... You got a yes. lot more nominations. I was going to bring this up as well. Got a lot more nominations at the, as the, at the Razzies. Mark, mm. you'll have to tell me if it won any of these. I don't think it won any of these. I don't
2: but. think it did. It's the first Razzie nominee, Razzie Worst Picture nominee
1: to win an Oscar in the same year, which is interesting. Wow. Hmm. So it was nominated for Worst Screen Couple. I, I let, Let's go through these and see if we Which couple? Agree. We haven't seen like, everything.
3: There are two it's,
0: bad on-screen couples.
1: Yeah, it it's basically any combination of the three leads was how they have it. Gotcha. Kind of, I kind of agree with that one. Yeah. Um, not that I've seen. If every you give movie. me a second,
2: I can pull up um the rest of the nominees. We probably
1: will not have seen them. Probably not. But but, but no.
2: Okay. Um, hold, give me one. I swear, if there's some dumb shit like Frodo and Sam on
0: there, I'm gonna be pissed. There's not. It's um, like Freddy fingered shit. Yeah.
2: Worst worst screen couple would be Freddy Got Fingered, yeah, um Pearl Harbor, Glitter, Um Driven, and Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, and really mm. just assume that those were the nominees for every other category. <laughs> yeah, see, so say otherwise that's now kinda of what I've I I, I
1: I do think the, the the romance was not here for this. Uh worst remake or sequel, which is a wild take i don't really know the angle they're trying to go there other than it's a remake of other pearl harbor movies yeah
0: so i when when i went to watch this movie i used my apple tv like siri function to say like find the movie pearl harbor and it Mm -hmm. showed the icon of the ben affleck movie and i selected that it said it's on amazon prime so i hit play and then it started playing this like documentary that was also called pearl harbor yeah Um, it it, took me about five minutes to realize what was going on (laughs) This just but simply
1: is not a remake. No, does a does it say remake. what they claim it's a remake of? Titanic? It's funny
2: that they claim anything. Well, in they
1: normally the do. Um, is it a
0: remake of Titanic? Yeah, they, like,
2: they don't say. It might as well be. It might be a remake of like *Tora Tora Tora*, which is another Pearl Harbor movie, but it's mostly um, from the Japanese
1: I, perspective, I believe.
2: Yeah, and I think that this movie also like borrows like. Something that that the Emperor says in this movie, he also said in Tora, Tora, Tora.
0: Which um, um, I don't want to get too much into Cody's Cuts territory. Yeah, don't mention
1: it, don't mention it, don't mention
2: it.
0: Freaking delete every Japanese yes, point of view maybe. seen in this movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, they say it's a remake of Tora, Tora, Tora. That is what they're claiming. Weird. Not.
2: Nailed it. Um, other, other nominees were Sweet November, which I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor, or Jurassic Park 3, um, not which that is, bad. Honestly, that's the one, the first one, not Spielberg. Yes, yeah. Um, Crocodile name. Dundee in Los Angeles and Planet of the Apes. Which one? Rightfully, deservedly. Won. That movie blows. Um,
3: worst,
1: horrible. Di- worst director, worst screenplay, worst picture, worst actor, and then worst actor of the decade for Ben Affleck. Did he win is-
2: that? Mm. Not, f- not just for this movie though, right? No,
1: it's not just for this movie. Um, but, let me see. Uh, I will
2: say that he did not have a good 2000s.
1: Well, early 2000s and like late 90s. It kind of was like as once he did, um, like once he was in his big movie, I kind of think he was bad after that. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, like. Matt Damon had a really good '90s and 2000s, and and Ben Affleck like really didn't like Daredevil and Geely and this and you know name another Ben Affleck movie from the 2000s and it's just rough, right? Uh, he, that's why Argo was so weird because he like came out of came back out of nowhere and like won a direct like a won a Best Picture Oscar,
1: right? Mm, it that looks is like. wild. S- Hold on, I'm trying to find. It looks like uh, Eddie Murphy won.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck so Eddie, Yeah.
1: Eddie Murphy won? Yeah. I don't know. Razzies are also fucking not stupid. A great Paris Hilton won worst actress no, of the didn't. decade who had been in, like, two movies. Fuck the Razzies. Anyway. Yeah, that doesn't um, make any sense. All right. What else do we need to talk about for this movie? Um...
2: Do we want to talk about the Doolittle Raid and if we felt like that part of the movie was necessary? It wasn't. Like when they went to bomb Tokyo after the Pearl Harbor? Because honestly, if they had ended it after the Pearl Harbor, would have been fine with it.
1: Yep, me too. I think they added it because they needed Josh Hartnett to die, but did not want him to die in Pearl Harbor.
2: He should have died
0: in Pearl Harbor. He probably yep, should have,
1: um, Donald Duck makes a cameo in this film. <laughs> Um, yeah, where was paint- that? I- they're painting him on a plane. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I saw the talk Pepsi. About, um, yeah, there is a Pepsi in what it. What did you say? There's a Pepsi in it as well. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about the BP alumni that are in this movie. All right? Well,
2: hold on. I want to talk about Alec Baldwin okay. and
1: how surprised I was when he showed up. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it was weird. I,
2: I Although I don't know why I was surprised because
1: it's not like – he wasn't an
2: actor. Yeah, yeah I was more was surprised by Dan
0: Aykroyd.
1: Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was kind of uh, odd in it, but yeah, it's weird because truly my first exposure to Alec Baldwin was Thirty Rock. So seeing yeah. all the stuff he was in before is kind of wild.
2: Uh, yeah, and I think that, that 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 will be like the experience of people moving forward as well. Mm. The people will know also him as chasing Community. People
0: will know him as Donald Trump, and then it'll be weird to see him not be right, right, our cartoon right. president. Um, mm, that's somebody else
2: um, also Michael I Shannon know. is in this movie and I thought Michael Shannon was pretty decent in this yeah
1: that's I also nice. thought Michael Shannon was a much newer actor like it's always crazy to see the people yeah. who I
0: mean his his role also. wasn't huge in this yeah. he didn't have a lot to do no. but like yeah no. Michael Shannon's no. gonna kill it no matter what he's great right
1: um, so, alright Cody give us those uh, alumni so, alumnus so Ben Affleck who what? was in Shakespeare in Love um, right, right, right right okay and oh, Dazed right. and Confused um, he was in both of those films. Yes, yeah, um, I'm confused. <laughs> you guys are going to get so fucking pissed. Matt Damon. Um, are you saying, do you want us to guess? No, Matt Damon <laughs> is in this movie at, in like a two second cameo as like a gunner. He's uncredited. Right. God but damn he's it, still Matt. <laughs> won't leave. Sure. Leave your friend alone. So he's been
0: doing these like like unsolicited just two cameos second. since 2001. <laughs>
1: It has been blowing my mind how much Matt Damon just likes appearing in movies. Like, remember that he's in the Marvel universe and like could have been a like leading person. But no, he had to be the Loki actor. I guess he still can. He's He's in in
0: Deadpool two, and he's unrecognizable in Deadpool two. Oh
1: yeah, he plays
0: the I truck people. I feel like people. there have been people yeah.
1: shooting short
2: films and Matt Damon just shows up and like uncredited in their short films will play a
0: role. Remember
1: when movie. we didn't know he was an unsane and then he yeah. wasn't unsane?
0: Took wow. me out of the movie, I'll be honest. I could have used nah, knowing I he like was in a
1: movie. And then Tom Sizemore, who was also in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Um, Oh right. Cool. Um, tr- tr- I think what we need to talk about now is some ching ching.
0: Cody's well, guts. It's a yeah, movie y- about uh, Japanese.
1: You <laughs> always put the noise over it. I just was making
3: sneak <laughs> 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 sneak.
0: Have I you listened know... to the podcast in the past like year? I haven't been doing that noise.
1: <laughs> Fuck! I thought you did. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um. All right. We'll cut all those out. Sure. How do you pronounce like so? In on in the comics, it's S N I K T. Shink, Sneak.
3: Know. shink, shink,
1: Cut, cut. It's time for Cody's cuts. Snip, um, snap. I, I think. Uh. I think you cut the opening with the kids when this movie started. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? You think you're getting... This, this is three hours long and we're starting story. with kids with like someone getting beat and their friend helping them and it doesn't really get talked about anymore other than just to know these two characters are friends, which you could have just established by having the two characters be friends. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, and then cut w- it out. once
0: they're adults, they're like barely friends too. You barely even yeah. like know that they even like each other.
1: Right. Um, I would cut... Uh, Kate Beckinsale's Greek chorus of girls hearing her story during the meet cute. Um, Do I you would still keep ev- the
0: story though? Do you still keep the? Oh no,
2: I mean, cut the, uh, no, the keep it, cute. but don't yeah. make it
1: a flashback. Show yeah. it like it yeah,
2: chronologically
3: it
0: it yeah. when it happened. No, I agree with you, that because, like, honestly, yeah. some of the like slapstick comedy at the beginning of this movie was pretty entertaining. It's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, cut every scene of Japan deciding to attack because they are truly like. If you're going to show Japan, show them in a way where it's like, oh, this is why they're – They just were like – them cutting away to the Japanese army in this movie is similar to how Michael Bay will cut to the Decepticons and Transformers. Like, it had that Mm. much level of nuance to me. Like, there just was, was no level of nuance. It was like, ha-ha, time to attack the Americans. Yeah, it
0: was literally that. And, like, I could see, like... Cutting to those things, if you wanted to give the Japanese army like a face, like a humanity, but But during the attack sequence, you just saw the planes. Like I think it works better if it's like this mysterious force that they don't see coming and they're Mm. blindsided by it the way they actually were, instead Uh, of having the the same. You could could even yeah. I think you could even cut out the American armed
2: forces, like trying hey, to guys, like figure out what's with about Cody's to happen. Cody's cuts. Yet. sorry, we're <laughs> trying to contribute
0: to a conversation. Well, would, you son of a bitch. But um, <laughs> that was
2: that was a, a quick little bit of uh, markups. Markups,
1: right? Uh, cut every scene of slow motion. You guys know how much I hate of it. Of course, but then <laughs> make it fast motion. Yes. Um, cut. Honestly, everything not focus on the three leads is my honest opinion. Make it yeah. about like their romance happening and the appending like shadow of Pearl Harbor about to come, but yeah. there's no like hint that it's coming before. And also you can yeah, end just the make movie. It, there. And honestly.
0: <laughs> it a, a surprise, because it
1: is famously a surprise attack. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: And honestly, rewrite the ending so that um Ben Affleck gets in a plane and stops them from doing Pearl Harbor before it happens. You know All right. Rewrite um, history a little yes. bit.
1: So, uh, like, John Voight plays FDR in this movie for no reason, basically, other than to get the speech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We don't need him. Just, like, make it focus on the three leads. If that's the angle Mm -hmm. you have, make that be your fucking movie. I don't know. Yeah,
0: like, like, Titanic has Molly Brown, and that's, like, the one... I mean, there's other historical things in Titanic, but, like... Right. That's the one thing similar to, like, the FDR in this movie that, like... Maybe is unnecessary in Titanic, but then Kathy Bates is just fun to watch and the uh, Sorry, but John she's Coates, interacting with the not.
1: characters.
0: she's yeah. interacting with those characters. You're, right. like, FD- You're
1: right. right. Have them listen to FDR on the radio. I don't know. Yeah, she. Anyway, um,
0: yeah, she's at the dinner when like he's meeting all the rich people. Right.
2: Yeah. So so what? Are y- it's also weird because this movie like truly does not try that hard to be historically accurate. Not even a little bit. Um. So, it's weird that they were like, if you're trying to tell the historical story of Pearl Harbor, then like, yeah, include FDR and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So... I was gonna read a quote about this, like Michael Bay defending that decision, but it's not even worth it. He, he's <laughs> saying he something like, like it's,
1: I, "It's this era had a very like romanticism to it. Like I don't know, there, there's some wild quote he has about why it didn't connect with audiences, but uh, or people were bad. complaining about the romance was kind of like forced and not good. And he was like, "This is how romance was in the fifties or in the thirties. I guess uh, 30s, yeah. Which is a weird argument uh what are what are y'all's bo- what, are, what are y'all's final thoughts we have a lot of voting to get to
0: I mean not that good um not as bad as I thought it might be uh mm. you know it, it had elements to it that were enjoyable like some of the like silliness of the falling in love sequence I like laughed and enjoyed had a decent time watching
1: I like all that stuff
0: well um, enough its just dragged down by such a long movie afterwards. yeah really yeah for me. and like you know we talked about the action sequences or I, my, my biggest complaint is that it should have been more horrific and warlike and it was more like action movie but it was well directed it shows some craft on Bays parts it just also shows some irresponsibility of like the um you know the depiction of war. Um, but yeah, all in all, there's, there's things to like about it. I understand it. If someone says, like, I really like this movie, I wouldn't be, like, mad at them. I get it. It's just, like, I don't know. I think it's probably not the best.
1: Yeah, Disney gave him so much money to make this movie. There, there, there's a statistic where it costs. This movie costs as much as the damage to the real Pearl Harbor, which
3: is
0: that so shit insane is to think about. Well, wild. <laughs>
2: But also, like, inflation, so No, not no, really, counting, but inflation. Still.
1: counting inflation.
2: Counting um, inflation. Holy hell. Counting inflation? Yes. yes. Hot damn. <laughs> um, apparently, Michael Bay, like, threatened to to walk off the set multiple times because he wasn't getting the budget he wanted.
1: Yeah, because Disney uh-huh. was, like, not doing the best during this time, and he's spending so much money <laughs> making this Pearl Harbor movie. God. That lost him a lot of money. Um, um, apparently,
0: I have not seen the movie Team America, um, mm, but apparently yeah. there's a song in that movie called Pearl Harbor Sucks. Yeah, uh, it
2: does. They reference it in one of the songs. Uh, um, permission
0: to play that song over the uh, end oh, of this episode?
1: Absolu- absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh,
0: is there a reason? I, do
1: I don't think. I think it's the
2: the chorus says Pearl Harbor a lot. The, the song is called End of an Act. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It it just none of us have seen it, and it's. Yeah, but I mean, it might be a fun little send-off for uh, the. No.
0: I'll see how it plays for the no, because it's group. just
1: edgy shit. Like I,
0: I I'll no. I'll just see how it plays for the fo- with the focus groups, and I'll I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, the focus group
1: of you just putting it in it without. Yeah. Actually.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll see how it plays.
2: We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. We'll talk about um, it. My, my thoughts are are close to Chad's. Uh, it's like a, a mediocre romance movie for the first half. And then, like, a pretty decent war movie for the the third, fourth. And then um, I didn't understand why the war was still happening afterwards. Um, yeah. It's, like, it's fine. There's a lot of craft to it. And, you know, it's fun watching, like, a historical movie. Uh, I don't know. I, I think what's interesting about this is in, – and in why we wanted to talk about it is because it is clearly, like, ripping off a lot of the big epics of the time, like Titanic and, like, you know, it's written by the Braveheart guy. It's got a lot of, like, Saving Private Ryan to it, um, mm-hmm. and I think that it's interesting in that context because I remember, like, we had neighbors growing up that had, like, a big VHS set of Titanic and a big VHS set of Pearl Harbor, and I remember looking at it being like, wow – the two like tragedy historical movies and like equated yeah. them into my mind.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so it's funny growing up and being like, yeah, we all love Titanic and Pearl Harbor. Right. And everyone's like, no, well, one of
1: them,
0: <laughs> right.
2: One of them's great. Uh, and the other one, it sucks. Yeah. Um, anyway, those are my thoughts. Anyway, so, so, We got so.
0: some voting to do. So I think we can all say Titanic is better than Pearl Harbor. Done. That's not
1: how this works. I know. I know. We but need to figure a... out whether or not Fellowship of the Ring is better than this. Yeah. Which, yes, it is.
0: Which yes, it is. Yes. yes okay. Is. Unanimous.
1: So so now so now we need to do our ranking of
0: 2001. Well, oh sh.
2: We do that before or after we do Fellowship versus Titanic.
1: Before because the, the big things at the end. So my ranking: Lord of the Rings, Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring, number one. Number 2 Ocean's 11. Number 3 Wet Hot American Summer. Number 4 A Beautiful Mind. Number 5 Pearl
0: Harbor. 100%, that's mine as well.
2: I would say um Ocean's 11, Wet Hot and wow. then Fellowship and then A Beautiful Mind and then this. Yep.
1: Okay. Um all right. Is Fellowship of the Ring better than Titanic and state your reasons chat.
0: Okay. This is this is hard, legitimately, um, and man, okay, so I think that they're both huge crowd pleasers, and they're also both insanely good films. Uh, mm-hmm. The romance certainly works better in Titanic than any romance in. Fellowship of the Ring, but it's not really going for a romance. The friendship stuff and the loyalty of Sam works really good in the Lord of the Rings series. But that's more picked up on later movies. That's more the series. It's hard because it is the first part of a series. I Uh, think, and like that's so that's the mission statement of the movie is I'm going to set off on this series. Like this is the beginning. This is the launching point. I think it nails it in every regard uh, for Fellowship. Um, Titanic has a beginning, middle and end. That's, that's the tricky thing. If, Mm -hmm. if if we're talking the full series, Lord of the Rings versus the one movie Titanic, it's kind of easy for me. I think Lord of the Rings is like masterful, but could the first part of a three part story be better than a fully realized thing? That's the question. Right. I don't know the answer to that. I'm feeling dead Can air I I'm feeling dead air. Here here here's
2: Mark, what I will say. I, I am facing the same story. Mm-hmm. Both movies are equally, you know, executed almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, the question then becomes do I like a perfect beginning of a story or a, do I like a perfect entire <sighs> is, story? Is that
0: and Is that how we do the I think, Is that how we do it?
1: I mean that I mean
0: That's how that's I'm how doing I, it interesting. And I think,
2: like, and I think the answer is pretty easy. Now, when we get to Return of the King, and I think I think that the beginning of a story is usually the least interesting part of the story. Uh, hmm. um, that, that's hmm. not necessarily true, okay. but I think that the end of a story is usually the most interesting part of a story, right? Which which means will Return of the King be Titanic? Is going to be a closer fight than
0: so you're voting Titanic,
2: but Titanic Titanic wins okay. here.
0: The fact that that rubbed me so the wrong way <laughs> to hear, <laughs> kind of makes me think I'm leaning towards fellowship. Um, and I think that I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I don't know what I'm leaning towards.
2: Cody, have you voted or uh, no? But I mean, it's it's
0: gonna end it if I vote.
1: But that's fine. <laughs> sure. Um, well, it might make it easier for Chad. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's Titanic. I yeah. think even if I was comparing all three of the Lord of the Rings movies, a franchise I like a lot, I still think Titanic would beat those three movies as a unit. I think Titanic is I, weirdly perfect. Um, I might say the same thing, yeah. honestly. Um,
2: Interesting. Yeah. I
0: definitely uh, I don't disagree ha- with that statement, and I'm iffy on Fellowship. I, I don't have a
1: Titanic tattoo, so I do that's, like that's Lord true, of the Rings. That's true, that's but
0: I, I think... If I thought about it for another hour, which I probably should have done before we recorded, um, I think I'd probably end up saying fellowship, honestly. But like, it's a really tough call, like for the reasons we've said. Like, it's it's hard to compare the beginning of a story to a full story. You but are gonna
1: get annoyed at me and Mark every time this happens because it will probably be our line of thinking each time. Yeah, it is truly kind of hard to judge the Lord of the Rings separate from and, each other but we my, have to do it for this
2: that is my complaint about each individual lord of the ring yes, movie same. is that mm-hmm. in especially this first one it really doesn't have any resolution to it right it is only set right up. that is
0: the one Whereas thing I, on this rewatch that like i thought i liked fellowship most but like truly there isn't much of a payoff other than just like we're really bad at destroying this ring, and we are right. all separated now. Whereas, whereas the um, second
1: one's wild because it kind of has no setup, and also doesn't have a resolution. Um, I guess Helm's it, Deep oh. as a final battle is a pretty like solid yeah, there's resolution. There's
0: that, and then there's we'll talk about it. The Frodo and Sam like they have a very similar ending in two that they do in one, where they're just sort of going right. off together. But like Sam's like ideology is just like really realized in this monologue it gives and uh yeah that rules and I think that the two so towers,
2: much the two towers also has like some some subplots that have their own you know beginning
1: middle and end
2: in them
0: now i'm thinking about it two towers might be my favorite lord of the rings chat's gonna
1: get so mad at us in 2002 because mark and i have the same opinion for what's the best movie of that year oh man anyway um keep an open mind in these rewatches either of our
0: picks
3: yeah yeah
1: here's the hint mark and i aren't allowed to pick it um
0: so Um, uh, please keep an open mind in the rewatches oh we
3: will will. we We
0: always do but
2: i'm I'm really looking forward to watching Two towers because I'm interested to see if there are um you know through lines within one movie and from what I've heard from people who have the same complaint Two towers is good
1: about that
3: yeah mm-hmm.
2: um, i mean
1: it i mean it'll be i mean yeah- w- yes we'll keep an open mind to the movies we've arguably seen the most that we <laughs> other than i guess Lion King sure. that we've seen on this podcast it just i don't know we're giving our honest answer so Mm -hmm. Titanic is the best movie of our lifetime still (laughs) still and probably (laughs) may remain it um so at this point in the podcast is when we uh tell people where they can find us uh Mark where can people find you um like
2: I said earlier you can find me at Wellington Mark on Twitter and again if you like that joke that I told earlier and you remember which one it was um, tweet at me at Wallington Mark uh, hashtag Mark's good joke. Um, you can also follow me on Letterbox where I also make good jokes and you can reply to those jokes with hashtag Mark's good Some of your rankings um,
1: are a joke. Just kidding. I don't
2: Yeah, care. A, a um, good one. Mark, I, you I watched Spirit
0: Stallion of the Cimarron? <laughs>
1: I know I'm I'm I mad because I want to watch
2: it. <laughs> Here's here I was I was gonna bring that up during the Lion King because Chad, what you were saying about have the animals act like animals but not talk. That's spirit. Yeah, that's what they. Yeah. Um the
0: it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's,
2: it's just horses that do horse shit, and Matt Damon is a mon- is a mono- like inner monologue of one of them occasionally, but really not very often. It's like a dog, and it is a, vi- yeah. <laughs> but there's only uh, there's only one horse, and he doesn't die. It- spoilers. Um, Isn't it
1: crazy how be- there's like a spin off Netflix series that has been going on for like eight seasons? I think that is why. Like wait, that. really? Yeah, yeah, there's like fucking merch at Target all does the it, time. Does it rule? No, <laughs> okay, for Spirit. No, it's for horse, horse girls, like but young okay. ones. Like, do the, the
0: horses <laughs> talk in that one. Is it like the air buddies <laughs> of this franchise?
1: I mean, I think they talk the same level that they do in Spirit. Okay, I think they're the narrators. Um, you um,
0: here's the thing about Spirit, it's good. You yeah. can find me uh, across all social media platforms at Chad A. Oliver. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Letterboxd. Cody, where can people find you? And where can they find the show?
1: Uh, they can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd. Um, you can find the show at WePickPicks on Twitter and Instagram. Um react to things to motivate me to keep posting I, I do so much social media for my job now I sometimes mm-hmm. get um, I think you're doing a forget, great job posting on,
0: uh, on Twitter thank you Instagram um, could use some work if I'm
1: being honest I mean I've never been great at Instagram You guys, one of you want to take it over um, not really yeah I didn't think so um so that's best pictures hey mark what's the best movie of 2001
2: uh fellowship of the ring according to the consensus chad what is the best Wait, movie? Of we're doing the
0: full round yeah the best movie of 2001 is fellowship of the ring cody uh, what's the best movie of 2001
1: the best movie of 2001 is fellowship of the ring hey mark what's the best movie of our lifetime <laughs> titanic chad same question to you best movie
0: life i'm king of the world it's titanic hey cody what would you say if someone asked you what the best movie of our lifetime is up until about the year 2001
1: no i i think uh for my entire lifetime i would say titanic and i would say it proudly hey remember everyone we have nurses waiting next episode we are kicking off 2002 uh with the miyazaki film spirited away it's available nowhere good luck international distribution (laughs) rights are fucking crazy uh try and find it where you can i guess you could be like me and buy the dvd from walmart for 10 bucks uh best of luck you should have seen it by
3: now bye